I'm Brittany Wilson. I'm Nia Wasink, and you're listening to The The Nonprofit Nonprofit Reframe. Because we know that nonprofits and their staff are undervalued, under-resourced, and unrelenting. Welcome back to The Nonprofit Reframe. I thought we were going to go somber. Welcome back. (laughs) Hey, everyone. <laughs> We're not editing this out either. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. It's the nonprofit reframe. We're gathered here today to celebrate the life of Amazon Smile. His life was a complicated one, just shy of 10 years. During that time, he gave over $440 million to U.S. based nonprofits and wreaked havoc on their fundraisers. Well, folks, if you haven't figured it out yet, we are here today to a celebration of life for Amazon Smile program. It's like, have you ever been to a funeral of somebody who uh, like was really not like that great a person and they come up with like all these euphemistic ways to say like they were actually not so bad and you're like what the fuck he was a womanizer he cheated on his wife he like did all these awful things but we're gonna sit here and pretend that's what we're doing with amazon smile (laughs) this is exactly what we're doing for amazon smile (laughs) and if you have listened to our podcast since the beginning you will know our real true feelings about the program yes so the the quick backstory You have been out of the loop as of late. In mid-January, Amazon Smile announced it is sunsetting. As of February 20, which will be actually before this gets released, we are recording in advance, but by the time you hear this, Amazon Smile will be no more. No more. I keep hearing in my head that, like, ding dong, the witch is dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's too good. (laughs) I can't help it. It's like fundraisers everywhere are like this collective sigh of relief. Well, it's not, though. Like, that's what I think we need to talk about is like some of the commentary since this has been announced. Oh, well, let's hear it. I'm ready for it. I personally am having a sigh of relief that it is one last thing that board members are trying to shove down their fundraisers. Yes. To try to get them to do. Absolutely. Okay, so let's just let's just break it down. For those of you who are not familiar with Amazon Smile, it has been Amazon's primary arm of philanthropy. Consumers can go in, select a specific nonprofit who would get 0.5% of their purchases. It started back in 2013. It's ending February 2023, so just under 10 years of operation. In that time, it's actually given $449 million globally, $440 million here to the U.S., as part of the closure, they are going to give a an equivalent of three months average payout based on last year's earnings. So every nonprofit will get an extra little boost, little time to assess and adjust. Of course, that's not really taking into account like the average amount every nonprofit gets is $230 annually. So I was just going to say, all these stats that you're giving make it sound like it's a really great program <laughs> and make us sound like assholes for being happy that it's no longer. It's such shit. Yeah. But some just to reiterate some of the headaches of Amazon Smile, 
is that so you had to go through a specific browser to get there, right? So it's smile.amazon.com. Yeah. They fixed that yeah. a year or two ago. But yeah, for the longest time, you couldn't just go to amazon.com. You had to go to smile.amazon.com for it to count. So dumb. So dumb. You could only pick one charity. Yep. Right? Still true. So from the charity standpoint, they would have to go on, create the profile, get vetted, all that kind of stuff, and then be listed as an option for the layperson then to come in, find them, and then choose them as their designated charity. Exactly. Yes. You just said that they gave back, would you say 0.05% of all purchases? 0.5%. 0.5, yeah. But what we realized is that that wasn't like straight 0.5% of all purchases. No. It was over only on designated items. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like retailers could basically opt out of the program. And so you go in and you're like, wait, I spent a lot more money on Amazon than what they're giving to my charities. And that's that's the difference between the two. And as a consumer, I couldn't tell which ones were designated and which weren't. I don't remember being able to see that feature. Did they have it? I, I never saw it either. No. Yeah. So like if I wanted to buy, I don't know, a new pillow to be able to look and see like, oh, this pillow is roughly the same price as that pillow, but it is designated for Amazon Smile. I'll choose that one so that a percentage of my purchase goes to my charity. That didn't happen. That wasn't. So you were buying from Amazon, but never really sure how much of your purchase was qualifying right. to be given yes. towards your charity. Well, let's just take it from the consumer side. Brittany, does the Wilson household have an Amazon Smile set up? So, gosh, I mean, it makes me sound like a really <laughs> horrible person. But yes, I set it up a long time ago, years ago. But then I always forgot to go to the smile.amazon.com. Oh, mm -hmm. because a lot of it I was doing from yeah, my phone in the, app. in the app. And so I didn't set it up. I don't even know if you could set it up on your phone. So it just became, God, aren't we so lazy? I, I just became like that much harder to be like, I need to wait till I get home, get on my computer, go to the new the actual URL, and then create my purchase. Because let's be honest, most of my Amazon purchases are pretty knee-jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, crap, I need this. Grab my phone, order yeah. it, done. Yeah, yeah. Right? How about you? So what about you? Yes, I, I have one set up as well. Interestingly, it's for a place I used to work, and I just, like, never updated it. Mine too. Totally. Mine too. <laughs> I think it's interesting the way they would report it out. Like those Amazon Smile emails you'd get as a customer would just give you like the total amount given by all shoppers to this organization. Like I pulled my last one up that came this past fall. This is your quarterly notification of what was donated to such and such nonprofit. This is a pretty decent sized nonprofit, like annual budget, a million, two million. For this entire quarter, they received $28.35 from all of the Amazon Smile customers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I never saw at all the different places that I ever worked at in the last 10 years, I never saw an Amazon Smile distribution over $100. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, they're, they're tiny little amounts. In prepping for this, you know, I was looking at what did folks have to say and who's coming out on either side and fundraising everywhere. And I'll include this in the show notes. Great resource anyway. They're a UK based like consultancy, but they also like put on big events and conferences for fundraisers. Anyway. They put out an article about it, and I hadn't really thought about it like this, but they're so right. Amazon Smile was basically an affiliate kickback, right? Like any other consumer product, right? Like 
You've got your TikTokers who are like, go to my Amazon storefront. And if you go through their link, they get a kickback. And fundraising everywhere was like a 0.5% affiliate kickback is incredibly low. That is way below the standard. That's interesting. I love putting it in that in those terms. Yeah. And they're like, you know, this this isn't really philanthropy for them. This is coming out of their marketing budget because they want all these nonprofits saying, go add me to your Amazon smile. That's how it all works. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, and I'm probably jumping ahead, so I apologize. <laughs> but isn't that in the letter that they write? I don't know if you're going to read parts of it, but that's part of it. Like, well, don't worry. Like, we'll still support charities and the fact that, like, you can still do wish lists yeah. through us. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. So don't worry. You can, you can still tell all your donors to shop through Amazon for you. Right. It's just now you're not even going to get that infinitesimal small kickback. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I know. The wish list thing is so funny. And I think something we should clarify, uh, because I saw this confusion, especially in like comment sections on articles about this. So Amazon wish lists, anybody can put together, right? Like I've got one that I just kind of have running for things that I might want in the future. Because I try not to do the knee-jerk purchases, unlike Brittany. Mm. <laughs> That's not true. I know you well enough. <laughs> I, know I still you well try. Enough. Okay. My my rule is to try to put it in my list and wait a week to see if I really want it still. Oh, that's smart. I don't succeed often. Anyway, <laughs> Amazon wish lists anybody can put together. The nice thing for organizations is that, you know, you can put it out to your supporters. It gets shipped directly to you. You're not having to like necessarily manage people bringing in donated items that aren't exactly what you want because it's all in your wish list right. or dealing with people donating money and then having to go out and buy the things. So I get the benefit. I would still recommend organizations use other sites that aren't based in horrific capitalistic practices like Amazon's. But that function maintains. Amazon Smile going away does not impact that whatsoever and you can keep doing it. I just wanted to confirm right. that those are not one and the same. So anyway, but as, yeah, like in this this letter, and I was going to read that part because I thought it was fu so funny. They talk about, you know, the three months, essentially severance <laughs> they're giving to partners. Right. That's what it feels like. <laughs> like they're firing us, but don't worry, like we'll give you three months. Exactly. Severance. And then they're encouraging people to keep doing their wish list. And then they talk about how they will continue their philanthropy. They've got their housing stuff disaster relief, yada, yada, yada. But the the thing that I think is really interesting was actually in this first paragraph. With so many eligible organizations, more than 1 million globally, our ability to have an impact was often spread too thin. And that's, that's basically what they're creating this entire shift because of. The impact that they had originally hoped for couldn't happen. And that, that's what they say in all their statements. Few things. Number one, it doesn't take you 10 fucking years to realize that. I was just going to say, like, it's been a decade. Like, where were you three or four years in? Yeah. Like, analyzing that impact and then making shifts and adjustments to increase that impact. Exactly. Like, what fucking bullshit? None of your nonprofit partners could get away with that. No way. I'm sorry. We tried it for a decade and we've decided finally that it's not really working. No. Number two, you never wanted to have impact. Not in nonprofits, not in communities, you wanted to have impact on your bottom line. That's the thing that you're now saying you're struggling with. You wanted free marketing. Exactly. I mean, the fact that this announcement came out just a couple weeks after they announced their largest layoffs to date, 
I think mm-hmm. uh, needs to be drawn a little bit closer in terms of like causality. <laughs> right. Like this is part of a larger reorg as Amazon is trying to figure out how to maintain their astronomical profits. Yeah, exactly. And how much do you, did you say that they gave away through the program? As of last year, $449 million. I mean, look, we <laughs> bitch and moan at the process and at how small those increments come in. But like $449 million is nothing to sneeze at. It's still $449 million. And so, yes, it could have been a lot, lot, lot more given the money that they've made. Mm-hmm. But I also think that that's kind of like, oh, it just wasn't really impactful. Like, we gave, we tried, we gave, you know, 400 mm-hmm. million and that didn't really do it. So we're just not going to do it at all. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I did see uh, in one of the articles I read, they said something like, we consider a corporation to be doing philanthropy well if they're giving at least 1% of their pre-tax profits. And Amazon is far exceeding that. And you're like, yeah, but they're also like doing some other sketchy things that impact their profits. Like, does Jeff Bezos need to be making whatever amount he's making? You're skimping and saving on this other areas. Like, I don't know. There's just a lot that makes me think like, okay, so they give more than 1%. That that doesn't actually tell me that they're philanthropic whatsoever. I mean, have you ever talked to a nonprofit where Amazon Smile was one of their main revenue streams? No, they can't be. Right. No. But this is a perfect segue into the commentary I've been seeing. Normally, I try not to read comments on articles because it just like makes me want to throw things. But this has been so good and so interesting. Ooh, do tell. Do okay, tell. so I've got a few different ones. Some just like tweets. If you all are on TikTok, and you don't follow the Washington Post, first off, go and follow them. It is the best place to get news possible. But the comments on their video about the Amazon spile closure is absolutely chaotic. So we'll start off with this. This feels like the most kind of common complaint that I've been seeing in the ether. Extremely disappointed to see Amazon ending hashtag Amazon smile. This will hurt hundreds of thousands of small nonprofits that use it to diversify their organization's income stream and work hard to stretch every penny to fulfill their missions. What a shame. Hashtag Amazon frown. (laughs) Amazon frown. I would love to know where that person works. Right, right. Not for a nonprofit. (laughs) Nobody is using Amazon Smile to diversify their revenue. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Nobody. Nobody. This one, oh my God, there's just so much that can be torn apart. Okay, so the original poster starts, my mom owns a nonprofit, and relies on Amazon Smile quite a bit. So this definitely hurts. And somebody responds, what's her charity's conversion rate? And the person responds, how would I know? I'm not on her board. And then the other person says, IDK bro, ask her. And then the original poster says, honestly, I'm sure she wouldn't even know. She's not in charge of any of that stuff. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What What a conversation. Uh, First off, your mom doesn't own a nonprofit. Absolutely not. And if she was the director of a nonprofit, she would definitely need to know that stuff, quote unquote. <laughs> right. Exactly. But this is actually another one of the the pieces of commentary and a thing a lot of people don't realize because this is going off of customers purchases and it's not an additional right. Like it's not a roundup kind of program. Right. Nonprofits never know who's donating. 
Right. And so there was a big call, I mean, previously, but also again on some of the feedback since this announcement, like, well, let us know who they are. Let us know so we can, like, cultivate them. Right. Amazon's never going to fucking give that information out. It's no. just their customers, right? Right. Never. Okay, this tweet, <laughs> I, at first I thought it was satire, but after reading it and going to this person's page, I think it's real. After Google stalking them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know if I can read it. (laughs) Oh, no. Say it. I supported a small rabbit rescue group in Austin who rescues and rehomes abandoned Easter bunnies. Meant the world to them. Paid for medical care and actually saved lives. Drop in the bucket for Amazon. Smile was my only incentive to shop Amazon versus supporting other retailers. (laughs) (laughs) What? saved easter bunnies yeah i maybe like because people adopt bunnies and give them out out for easter and then the kids don't actually want them do people do that i don't i don't know Brittany. i'm trying to figure this out myself is that a thing in austin texas rescues and rehomes abandoned easter bunnies abandoned (laughs) easter bunnies (laughs) what Did you try to find the nonprofit? Yep. Did you find it? Yep. Okay. And is that what their mission says? Or is that just no, this one it's, person's it's a program. interpretation? Yeah. Do they use the term Easter Bunny no, on their website? Not that I saw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like maybe that's just like their marketing. Is it like cute marketing of like Yeah. We have a bunch of Easter bunnies that have been abandoned that we're rehoming, but they're really just Regular yeah. bunnies? Bunny, bunnies without a job? <laughs> bunnies with no magic? <laughs> Non-magical bunnies. Yeah. Oh, uh, But again, I think it's interesting as we get into like the psychology around it. I mean, this person is saying that Amazon Smile was the incentive to shop at a retail that, retailer that they otherwise wouldn't have. I know. And that is where like it worked for Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like genius by Amazon. Yeah. And so, and it probably rationalized a lot of purchases for people. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, I guess I didn't really need that. But hey, at least a part of it is going to Easter bunnies. Exactly. Do you know who Tommy Laren is? No. Oh, good for you and your brain to not have this information. And I'm sorry, I have to add it. She's a pundit on Fox News. Pretty scummy, like, all around. But she covered the Amazon Smile closure. Okay. And this is the quote that I thought was interesting. I donated through Amazon Smile, and I'm super disappointed. Oh, that just pisses me off. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I do think it's a a common misconception, though, right? Like, I do too. Yeah, absolutely. People think that they are donating through Amazon Smile. They feel like it's part of their philanthropy. It's part of their philanthropy. Exactly. So I'm sure for Tommy, it has meant that she hasn't given in other ways because she's already giving through her Amazon Smile. Oh, my God. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, the, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And again, it has rationalized spending through that p- platform for people 
which is increased Amazon sales. Mm -hmm. And they end up feeling good about it because they're, quote unquote, giving back and donating at the same time. Uh, Let's talk about the actual impact on nonprofits. I mean, I don't want to downplay if you're a tiny little nonprofit and you get a couple hundred dollars. I know it feels great. But like the real, real. The real, real. So, I mean, you've been on marketing and development teams since Amazon Smile's been around. Yep. We're always pushing it for what, like Black Friday? You know, start at smile.amazon.com. In advance of holiday shopping, make sure you've signed up and added us as your Smile recipient. They're like mid-year sale. I know we'd always push it out then. I mean, so we're talking about multiple hits a year that each nonprofit is probably pushing it out. Oh, for sure. Putting it in your newsletters, creating that personalized email signature so it's on every email that you have. I forgot about that. Yes. So it's on every email that's going out, of course, blowing up social media with it. But it is a major campaign. Yeah. That gets very little back. Even just as you're saying that, I'm just like, fuck capitalism. All of that feels awful. Awful. I know. I Like, I get upset when restaurants do it for one night. Oh, right? Yeah. When they're mm-hmm. like, try to get everybody that you know to come eat here. But, oh, we're only going to give you $50 because... If they didn't bring this thing that you printed out and they didn't say this magic password, then we're not going to give 2% of whatever they buy to your nonprofit, right? And that's one day. Like Amazon Smile, it was all year long. I have been the one standing outside of the restaurant saying, will you give this to your server when you check out and donate to my cause? I know. And then they caught you and they were like, you can't be doing that anymore. They caught me inside. When I moved outside, I was fine. (laughs) Catching them as they get out of their car. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. Oh, my God. The bullshit we've done. The bullshit. (laughs) Yes. Like peddling for every cent. And it's just. And we didn't even. Yeah. So Amazon Smile got like tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of business. Yep. And I always talk about with people about like your supporters only have an attention span of so much. Mm -hmm. So, like, why are you shoving Amazon down? Exactly. When they already know about Amazon. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of development folks saw it as, like, well, this is the thing people can do if they can't donate, right? Like, this is a a softer ask. And I get that. But there are better ways to harness people's interest and to get them on the side of your organization and, like, doing stuff that will actually help you. Okay, you can't donate. Well, can you talk to a neighbor about the issue of homelessness and make sure that they know about the shelter, right? Like they're, they're just, they're tangible things that you can do with your time. And I, I was talking to a client who was doing a little bit of hand wringing about this. And I was like, okay, so how much did you get? Okay, 250 bucks. Do you think you can get five $50 donors this year? Is it going to take less time and energy than maintaining the constant push for your Amazon Smile marketing? Okay, so it's a net positive. You've spent less time. And now you've got five individuals who might actually be really engaged with your work. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's it, right. It goes all the way back to the um, comment that you made earlier about, well, what was her conversion, right? Well, there's no opportunity for conversion no. from an Amazon Smile user. You don't no. know who they are. You don't have their contact. 
You can't call them and thank them. You can't invite them to your next event. You can't send them your newsletter. So, I mean, real relationship, yeah, it's going to take a little bit more time, but it's going to last so much longer than this one flash in the pan. Yeah. Like, I think maybe that's like the bigger takeaway is these types of opportunities come up in much smaller ways than Amazon Smile. Everybody knows what Amazon Smile is. But like, really think about the time and energy you would put into an effort, essentially on behalf of a company, to promote them and their products, services, food, whatever, in exchange for pennies. And think about where you could put that effort somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what did they say they're going to do? So they're going to invest elsewhere. Um, and it seems like stuff that they've already been doing. They've got a housing fund that they've already put $2 billion into. Um, they're going to continue to invest in STEM, food, disaster relief. And then they do this like general community giving where they'll give where employees live. Do you think Amazon sales will go down? I'm expecting a massive hit in Q1. <laughs> JK. Wouldn't that be amazing, though? Yeah. See, now we need nonprofits to like actively support like efforts against them. Yeah. That would be just mwah, chef's kiss. I know. I have a feeling that is not going to be the case for them. No, no. Gift horse and all that. Yeah. Well, so there it is, folks. We will not be talking about Amazon Smile anymore. This is it. It's the end of the road. I know a little bit of me is sad because it's been like our one ongoing gag of like how much we just fucking hate Amazon Smile. (laughs) Now we have to find something else. (laughs) Daffs. Daffs. A hundred (laughs) percent. Oh, my gosh. Oh, goodness. Okay, folks, if you are not a Patreon subscriber, you might want to think about becoming one because we have just launched a book group. The exact title uh, has yet to be released. Our Patreon subscribers will know about it by the time this gets dropped and they can follow along and learn about this amazing book covering a topic related to philanthropy and nonprofits. So head on over patreon.com slash nonprofit reframe. It's as low as three bucks a month to join. You help support us and this awesome work um, so that we've got time to do things like read books about philanthropy. And in the meantime, if you do have any parting words or comments um, about Amazon Smile, please send them our way. Should we set up like one of those tribute sites? (laughs) And it just plays like in the arms of an angel. Oh my gosh, so much. (laughs) In lieu of flowers, you can just send your words and your comments directly to Jeff Bezos. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Follow us Facebook and Instagram at Nonprofit Reframe and uh, make sure you're subscribed so you get our next episode in a couple weeks. We'll chat with you then. Take care. Don't forget to become a Patreon subscriber for behind-the-scenes content starting at only $3 a month. Learn more at patreon.com slash nonprofit reframe. We would like to thank our sponsors. Brittany Wilson Consulting helps nonprofits raise even more money through fundraising coaching, training, and event production. Learn more at brittanywilson.com. That's B-R-I-T-T-N-Y Wilson.com. Mission Launch is a Colorado-based consulting firm working towards social good in all sectors through fundraising, board governance, strategy, and planning, and equity support. You can learn more at missionlaunchco.com. And Jake Walker Music, who provides our theme music. You can find him at jakewalkermusic.org. Thanks for listening.